Hi, I'm Margie Nomura, and welcome to another episode of our side dish, The Dream Dinner Party. Thank you all so much for the amazing messages that you sent after our launch of The Dream Dinner Party last week. I can't tell you how happy I am that you enjoyed it. It's been so fun to do, so I'm really glad that it's fun to listen to. Thank you all so much. I think it's impossible to listen to this and not think about your own answers. So I loved getting messages on Instagram about who you'd invite to your dream dinner party and what you'd serve. This week's guest is Max Lamanna. Max is a champion of the low waste and sustainable lifestyle. He's a chef, a presenter and award-winning author, and he's been described as a bona fide millennial heartthrob. His new book, You Can Cook This, is out now and it's a great blueprint for how to use up ingredients in your kitchen that so often end up going to waste. Instead, Mac shows you ingenious ways to use them and all the recipes are affordable, quick and easy. I'm going to pop the link for it in the show notes so you can find it there. I wanted to say that I so appreciate how all the guests we've had so far for the Dream Dinner Party have fully embraced the theme. And let me tell you, Max is no exception. So buckle up, grab your passport, because we are off to Italy. You know what? I haven't had a dinner party in a while, but I do love them. And I think dinner parties for me need to be intimate. If you have more than, I think, 10, 12 guests, like you should have a dozen people to show up. Um, maybe a baker's dozen. 13 is, is a good number too. I think anything more than that becomes like a, like a full-on restaurant cafe yeah. uh, <laughs> where you should start charging your guests coming through the door because <laughs> it, should be, it should be intimate. It should be easy. And definitely I'm going to be cleaning up. My wife and I are going to be cleaning up afterwards. Never let my guests clean up. If they start cleaning up, then I haven't done a good job. I want, I want it to be slightly, maybe potentially slightly messy in the kitchen, so they could go. It's time for us to leave. Have a good night. Um, and that's when it's like a good, good sign. So then my wife and I can have like a debrief and kind of talk about the night, and we can tidy up and like wind down. But yeah, I, I'm a fan for dinner parties. So Max, welcome to your dream dinner party. You get to invite four guests. They can be dead or alive, and you can choose anyone you like. Who are you going to invite to your dream dinner party? I think they're all alive. Um, okay. So that's good. Um, my guests, this is this is a tough one. I had some time to think about this. Um, oh gosh, here goes. Uh, guest number one. Natalie Portman, uh, guest number two, Harry Styles, mm. guest number three, Nigella Lawson, mm-hmm. guest number four, LeBron James. So wow, I've chosen like sports, food, music, film and television. So I thought get like a, a multiverse uh, crowd in the kitchen. Yeah, I love that as a combo. What do you imagine you guys are all going to talk about? Like, is there, are there, do you have any burning questions that you're longing to ask one of those guests or what do you envisage? Yeah, I, I love one-on-one conversations. So I feel like I would have one-on-one conversations with everyone and I'd just be popping around because that's kind of similar to having worked in restaurants before. You spend a little bit of time at a table and you go, how's everything? Everything good? Yeah, great. And then you can just keep moving on to the next table. If you start spending too much time at a table or talking to somebody, then it, it could get just get dry and boring really quick. You want to feel like you're busy. So I'd probably be in and out of the kitchen running around. What kind of conversations would I be having? 
if I were to be speaking to Natalie Portman, I'd talk about like, well, she's plant-based. I think she's vegan. So I'd talk about like, you know, what kind of recipes are you cooking? Do you often cook like, or does your personal chef, what are they cooking? And are you looking for a new (laughs) personal chef? And uh, I'm sure we would have some crossover with having been an actor and having worked in the industry for a very short time. um, I'm sure there'd be some similarities. Um, I'd ask Harry Styles about like his fashion sense. Um, Talk about, you know, what he looks for when he's uh, putting together an ensemble. What do you think about his fashion sense? I wish I could pull it off. Like it's in my head. I'm like, yeah. I can do that. So I'd, I'd just be, he'd probably be saying like, mate, it's about the confidence um, and his <laughs> weird Northern American accent. Um, so yeah, I think we talk about that. My sister's been to, I think six or seven of his concerts. Oh. So I'd be like, why are you so popular? No. Um, <laughs> Nigel Lawson, I'm sure we talk about food and just go deep into food. And I talk about maybe her writing and how her writing is so beautiful. Um, and LeBron James, I talk about sports be like, who, who's like the best athletes, uh, that you've ever competed against? Like, what are some things that people don't know about you or things that people don't see in the locker room? Yeah. I bet he's got some good stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big basketball fan. And, uh, so I'd love to play against him one-on-one. I'm sure he demolished me, but I would maybe get a couple hoops, Hoops in, yeah. hoops in. But that, that can be an after-dinner activity. There we go. Yeah. In terms of the seating plan, who would you sit yourself next to? I'd be sitting next to, I think, Nigella Lawson would be on my left, and then Harry Styles would be on my right. And then I'd have, next to Nigella, I'd have LeBron James, and then next to Harry Styles, I'd have uh, Natalie Portman. Obviously, that makes sense. And to set the scene, where is the dream dinner party taking place? Such a good question. Um <laughs> I feel like we would be in Italy because I, my dinner would be Italian themed. So it'd be somewhere like maybe in Tuscany, um, somewhere, all these villages in Italy, most of them are like on top of a mountain almost, or like on, on top of a hill. So we'd have some beautiful view, outdoor seating um, with an outdoor kitchen. And yeah, having that like uh, summer glow where the sun's like almost all the way down. And so the, the sun or the sky's like orange. Um, and it's just a beautiful, like that golden hour. Yeah, that sounds gorgeous. And how do you prepare for a dinner party? Do you have everything going like a couple of days before or are you very laid back? No, I'm not laid back at all. I'm very prepared. <laughs> very prepared. I I would draw out some sort of menu so everyone would know what they're eating uh, draw out some menu. I do that all by hand. I'd probably use some elements from, uh, my surroundings. So I'd maybe use some, some rocks that I found in the garden or some old dried up leaves and like print some words on something like on that, that would describe what was going to be happening tonight. Um, but everything would be prepared. Uh, I start planning and prepping a couple days before. Um, and I would also like incorporate maybe some sort of like older Italians from, from the neighborhood coming in with like the musical instruments and playing some sort of like song to us. So I think wherever you are should correlate or emulate your surroundings mm. a little bit. I think bringing the, the, the nature or your surroundings into your dinner party. So you feel a little bit more connected just yeah. to awaken the senses. 
Yeah, this sounds beautiful. Okay, so what time have you invited everyone for? And importantly, when would you actually like them to arrive? Yeah, (laughs) because people don't show up when you say to show up. I'm such an early, early dinner kind of guy. I'm like 6.30. I'm like a child. Um, So I'd say 6.30, come for for 6.30. We'll have a, you know, a pre- a pre-drink before dinner and a welcoming drink um, with welcoming snacks, maybe. Um, and then dinner would start promptly at seven o'clock because it needs to be, because I need to be in yeah. bed before 10. So talking about the welcoming drink, what are you going to welcome your guests in with? And are you going to serve something to eat, like a little canapé or? Again, I think using uh, what's around us and uh, incorporating and inviting nature, nature in. I'd probably have a glass of wine or a cocktail or even some, you know, freshly squeezed juice using some sort of fruit that's nearby. Maybe if maybe there's a fig tree nearby and do some sort of uh, freshly squeezed fig juice. I don't know if that's even a thing, but um, it is now. Hey, coming to a supermarket near you or have like some sort of bruschetta. Um, but I think welcoming um with some sort of drink i think starting it off with like a cocktail right away like i'd love a dirty martini it might be a welcoming drink for for others but not for me i like to like ease in ease into the night maybe some freshly squeezed juice or i know it sounds strange but maybe there's like a layout of um different spices and uh ingredients that are like from the garden so like here's some olives or olive oil so you know, you could sip on this olive oil. Maybe there's some fruit from the um, um, from the garden. Here some here's like some fresh basil or some ingredients. So maybe it's not even food that's going to be consumed or uh, enjoyed, but it's kind of just on the table. Sorry, I'm like thinking about this and really actually thinking I might go through with this. Part of my brain is going, wait a second, you're telling, you're saying this like it's actually coming true. So it's. Is this going to happen? I think it is. Yes, it's going to happen. Even if those guests don't show up, I'll, I'll still pull through. I wonder which one guest would show up for this. I think you could get Harry. I think I can get Harry too. That was yeah. that 100%. At Max, make it happen. Let me call him. Happen. Okay. <laughs> so now we're on to the food. What are you going to serve for your starter? So uh, for a starter, I would have a simple uh, tomato salad. Uh, thinly sliced tomatoes um, that have been salted um, from the garden, of course, with a whipped miso tofu um, and then with garlic, lemon, breadcrumbs and balsamic vinegar pearls on top. Wow, that sounds gorgeous. Oh, yeah. So once you've wowed them with the starter, how are you going to follow that with the main course? Most likely a, a, a ravioli. Um, I love ravioli cause you can always hide something inside. You stuff it with something. So maybe a stuffed mushroom, wild mushroom. Cause there's a lot of wild mushrooms, um, in Italy. So I'd have like a stuffed wild mushroom ravioli with maybe some, um, shaved truffle on top, nice olive oil, or I'd also go with another pasta dish and do a simple like tagliatelle with a simple tomato sauce. Fresh basil. Yeah, we'll do the two pasta thing. Two pastas. Yeah. When is anyone ever mad about two pastas? Never. What are people going to be drinking at this point? Ooh, I wonder what Harry would be drinking. 
because he's going to be the real realistic guest that's going to be showing up. I'd like to think that they'd probably be drinking wine, some like red wine, obviously local. And yeah, yeah I think we'd stick to wine the whole night. We'd just be and and LeBron James, LeBron James is a, a wine connoisseur, so he knows oh. his wine. So I'd probably ask him for some some input. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm, yeah, yeah. But this this is you know contribution to the dinner. Thank you. Yeah, he can bring the wine. <laughs> We're now on to pudding. What are you going to serve for pudding? I would serve pistachio. Sorry, pistachio. I say pistachio. Pistachio gelato. And I know that it's not vegan, but I would still serve it anyways because it is amazing. Well, for Natalie Portman and I, I think we'd have um, some sort of like lemon sorbet with the biscotti. It's like a nice cookie. Oh, do you know what's really good? You could serve it in a scooped out Amalfi lemon. Yes. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution to the dinner. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like that. Do you want to come to the dinner? Yes, please. (laughs) So at your dream dinner party, are there after dinner drinks? Do you play games? Maybe there's dancing. What happens after the food is eaten? I I think five people dancing is, is... I know they say three's a, three's a crowd and, and four, or I don't know what they say. I don't think there'd be dancing involved. I think there'd be definitely games involved. I definitely want to play some hoops with LeBron James. Maybe that's yep. before everything. Maybe that's at, maybe it's now after dinner. We want to work up an appetite maybe. So maybe it would be before the dinner. Um, ask them to come around 3.30 to play some hoops. Um, I love backgammon. Oh, yeah. So I'd play some, play some backgammon. And I'm very competitive, so... And I probably would want to gamble, put some money on games. I normally don't gamble, but I don't know where that came from. When in Rome. Yeah, that could be quite dangerous given the uh, combined wealth of your guests. But no, you've got to be in it to win it, Max. Exactly. An important question. What time does everyone leave your dream dinner party? So we finished dinner. Uh, dinner's an hour and a half, two hours. So that takes us to nine o'clock. We play some games, 9.30, 9.45. I think everyone's out the door by 10. Okay. So you can go home and watch an episode of, you know, your favorite episode of a, t- of a TV show or something or watch a m- little bit of a movie. But yeah, I'll be washing up and going to bed shortly after. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Are you the kind of person that cleans everything up that night or do you leave it until the next day? No, 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 no. I think having worked in restaurants, like everything needs to be wiped down. Everything needs to be cleaned. And yeah, so I can walk in the next morning and go, Okay, what's the next mess I'm going to make? Um, so yeah, having anything laid out the night before, just I get anxiety thinking about it. Sorry to have brought that up, Max. Yeah, thanks. The final question of all your dream dinner party guests, who do you think you'd be most likely to keep in touch with? I think it's Harry. I think I just say that because I've seen him before. We've walked past each other a couple of times. Oh. Yeah, I know his, I know his sister. Oh. I'm almost a Styles. No, maybe not, but um, I'll keep my last name. I feel like I'm very close to becoming friends with him. Yeah, I feel like if you know his sister, like he could genuinely come to your dinner party, Max. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, watch this space. I'll send you. A, I'll send you a selfie, and we could just, and then we'll repost this this episode again. It happened. Okay, that sounds good, Max. That was your dream dinner party. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Thank you so much. So there we have it. That was Max's dream dinner party, which is now over. The food has been eaten and the guests have gone home. 
I do hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure you're subscribed to catch all episodes of The Dream Dinner Party and Desert Island Dishes. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.